Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Welcome back, episode 65, Chopping Lines. I got the number right this week, Doc. Woo! Good start. Gotta stay, though. We're gonna go from this really good start to a really somber situation revolving around our Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> Baltimore sports teams, but yeah. It's a tough weekend. But... It was. It was a tough weekend. It was one that the, the table was set for it to be a great one, but it was also set for it to be tragic, and it ended up being tragic. Uh, really, it's hard to say. All right, so let's say there's three games. What's that, 27 innings? Yep. Felt like we were competitive in about seven of them or something. It, yeah, it, yeah. it was kind of just, it was a little bit shocking because we're the team that doesn't get swept. Was it the first sweep in Adley Rushman's career as an Oriole or something It was, like but that? it won't go against that record because and, it wasn't regular season. And that's fine, but we all know what it was. Yes. And it's just, it, it's wild how it happened that way. Granted, I mean, it sucks not having Bautista to lean on when he potentially could be. Um, it's kind of like the bats disappeared for a little bit. I mean, they, they, they showed up, but it was always like too late. Yeah, in game two, and they were down seven to two. Yeah, and it's just like they just got out ahead of us, stroke, struck first. I don't know if it was the extra time off we had or what. I mean, the the Rangers seemingly really came into our starters into got, focus right when they needed to. Our starters got rocked. Yeah, like, yeah, big got, rock. Kramer was terrible. Kershaw asking their rocking all of them. Um, Bradish looked good for the first few, and then just the wheels fell off there too. Grayson looked terrible from the jump. Yep. So that's, you know, hindsight. Kramer. Maybe should have started Gibson over Kramer. I would have started Kramer. I'm right. not mad at the move. Well, there was a lot of chatter at the end of the game last night. It's like, D.L. Hall needs to be fucking starting pitcher next year. He but look, does he not have He the... looks fine in the pen. I like him there. Yeah. He's He's got starter stuff, but it hasn't shown that it's been able to go that long. Right. Yeah, but... Just because we're down and out and you looked good for an inning and a half doesn't mean doesn't mean you're the guy next year. No, and I, I'm getting warmer on Dylan Hall. Mm-hmm. We, we were down in the valley for a little bit there, but he's he's winning me back this year. But it was a good season overall, 101 wins. We were projected to get 76, so call that overachieving right. some and, way or another. And Brightside, didn't Gunner batted like 500 in the series, right? I, I want to say, or, or around that. It was a pretty good showing for him. Mateo, too, actually. Funny enough. Huh? Mateo, too, actually. Funny yeah, enough. right. Well, and that's the thing. It's just it was you need everyone there in the postseason. And it just wasn't. So I, I, I will say that for it ending on a sweep in the in the divisional round, about as optimistic as you can be ending a season. I mean, we were pegged with the least – or the the less likely odds of all the teams in the bigs to make the World Series or win the World Series. And here we are winning 100 games, the first time we've done that in 40-some years. Since uh, 83. Uh, yeah, so moving forward, got to hope that next year – and you can't win 100 games every year. Who I mean, that may not happen next uh, year, but – That'd be cool. 
It could, but you don't need to win 100 games to make the playoffs, and you don't need to be a number one seed to make the World Series. So as we're seeing, I think that's a good young team. I don't think anyone seemed too down and out about it. It's always disappointing in a loss, but I think there's a bright future ahead for the Orioles. And our guy Kevin Brown, I saw a, I think it was a tweet, some some press release on social media. He put up a really good quote about it, saying he must have said. 30 times this year that that was the win of the season and if that's not a fun year right uh, tell me what is yeah it really was a fun year so no no moral victories they were a little ahead of schedule so that was encouraging very excited to see what they can do and i think it all started on a drop pop up game (laughs) out to ryan mckenna and left could have been 102 wins right Speaking of drop, <laughs> dropped balls, I guess we'll get maybe we'll. Is this a perfect segue into the yeah, Ravens or? Oh no, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if we were going Baltimore misery for the first. This the, won't the be top the top twenty or what? This won't be the last time you hear drop balls here. Uh, Phillies Braves are actually playing right now to get to the other playoff series. What about that insane double play out? Never, eight, never five three had never happened before. And I don't blame at least in the playoffs, which that's. Again, we we were talking about managers who have won over four World Series, and there's only been like six of them or five of them in all of baseball's history. And you think everything's happening in the game of baseball, but not a center fielder returning a double play on Bryce Harper, who overran his bases. He threw it to third or the third baseman first because it trickled past the second and the shortstop. Wild how that still happened. And like he that, threw a dart he, to get Harper out to it. Like it was, it was as He's perfect accident. Uh, it was a wild play. Had to have been deflating. The Phils were up four to nothing in that game. Right. And that even the is that that was one one. It's, it's currently tied one one. But and this is the third game of that series. Yep, going correct? on as okay. we. As we speak, and if I can pop over to the score, top of the second, 0-2-0 zero, mm. zero out there. Houston is leading the Twins 2-1, to one, which shouldn't be surprising to anyone. They are playing at 7 o'clock tonight with the potential to wrap that up. And the Dodgers, another another, uh, another number one seed, also down 2 nothing at the hands of the Arizona Diamondbacks. They uh, playing at nine, could get swept by their division rival. Wouldn't hate to see it. Yeah, that's wild. And the Dodgers, they're very much like that, was it the that 90s Braves team where it was like... Always a little short. Yeah, it was like something crazy where they went to the championship series like 10 times and won one World Series or something like that. And that's that's kind of what the Dodgers have had going on. And man, Clayton Kershaw... Never, I sent a text into the Chopping Lines group. I forget what it was, but it was. <laughs> it made me laugh. Basically, yeah, it was basically like Clayton Kershaw is Sandy Koufax in the regular season, and then is just some fucking bum in the postseason. Got like two outs. Yeah, pick your favorite bum pitcher. But yeah, it's kind of crazy how that works that way. Because he really is, he's a generational pitcher. He's One so good. Like, how does it happen where in the biggest moments you're just getting rocked? By the Diamondbacks, who are a good young team, but I mean, six runs in the first. Goodness. Let's go, D backs, though. Big Corbin Carroll guy here. He should win rookie of the year to win me a little bit of money in the coming weeks. But we will 
we will segue within our Baltimore sadness. We'll get it out of the way first, and then we can go Thursday night, and we'll just go in order from there. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off top. Sure. Doctor's orders. That's right. <laughs> Who am I to tell you that we're not? Um, I got a laundry list. How do we not kick the field goal for the first half? You got to do that. It's something that we've been saying for years now. It's almost like Justin Tucker doesn't exist anymore. Is he in the doghouse because he, he missed a 61 yarder three weeks ago? Or, yeah, I don't know. It's in this series and these kind of games. And we know especially. exactly what we're getting with the Steelers. Yes, we, this whole you need points. We've had 70 games or however many games there are, and the point differential is one point. Yeah, you, every game we play. The spread is one and a half. It's like you, you take the points and you get it, especially in a game against the Steelers. There was an interesting thing put out earlier today about how often teams go for it when they should on fourth down. And interesting. <laughs> looking method. at the chart, the Ravens, the Cowboys, and the Broncos are all at 0%. That feels... Which is wild, and we year. used to be a go for it team. It seems like we don't we abandon whatever analytics it was, or we just we get them wrong. We just we I think do it's the ladder. We just get them wrong. I, think yeah. it's a little, I like it's which is insane, and that kind of and then you can that's why, and it's not been popular. I mean, you we've heard these rumblings for a while, but it's never been mainstream, and has always been kind of pocket shouted down, and rightfully so. I mean, it's. It's a pretty dire thing to talk about, but a lot of responsibility of the Ravens' failures are on the coaching. Just, I mean, you got the things we just named about going for and fourth down or when you take the points or when you don't. There's also the there was the ever-shifting blame of the fair catch of, what was that, two weeks ago? Two, yeah, or, and, yeah, the loss of the Colts. And it turns out that was on the coach. That was not communicated properly to the fielder, which is just like that kind of is like that's your job. Like those are the loose ends you need to tie and button up as the coaching staff. Yeah, it's like, how you know, you, you certainly gain us some wins, especially over quality competition, but right. how many losses are you – like when exactly. – what does it balance and, out? And no sane person can blame John Harbaugh for six receivers dropping eight balls or whatever Jesus it was. Christ. But I don't know. It's like when everyone's dropping balls, some – like that, that seems to be a cruel coincidence or there's something – a foot there. I don't know. Where did they just take the week off in practice, or is it the rugby balls? <laughs> you know, that seems silly, but it's also like I don't know. That is, is. kind of strange. Like, why wouldn't you just continue practicing with regular football as the one you're gonna catch? If you look at Lamar's stat line, I don't have it in front of me. It's very pedestrian, and he wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. The interception at the end of the game, no, it, to Joey Porter yeah. was. Absolutely, ten out of ten inexcusable. And, and you and there's no excusing that. That was a bad throw, Horrific. and it looked like vintage career. Lamar in the fourth quarter. But, but again, should have never been in that position. A lot of football is situational, and if you think about the eight, probably nine drops, if there was just five drops or six drops, or that, Zay Jones that doesn't, throw would have never been made. Fall. Right. That that they would, and also. I would have never made Lamar Jackson throw that 
fucking fade to place. Odell Beckham Jr., who's like semi healthy and just doesn't have. That's not the guy. He's not Calvin Johnson. He's not going to go high point that ball. Stabby. Uh, he's got no fucking knees. Right. Well, it's true. It's just like that's kind of also on play calling. And why aren't you just running? Absolutely. Why aren't you running Gus three times in a row? Didn't he pick up seven yards on like the run before that? Or yeah, some and shit? I think it's they. Like, Got stuffed on second. They should have. It should have been a run pass option. So well, like opposed to Mark running. Andrews or something. I mean, anything but that designed play. It was awful. But, but to bail Lamar out some, and that fumble's not on him. The O line's not good. Ronnie Stanley is not who we want him take to a pay be, cut. and he's probably never going to be who he once was or who year off's tough. Had hopes for him to be. It is. And no, and this isn't like shit on Ronnie no, Stanley. No, I hour, agree. But it's like. Sorry, a blindside strip sack when he had just dropped back in the pocket. I think it was like 2.7 seconds before Swift. it was out. It's like, I don't know. It's, it, no quarterbacks stopping that from happening. But on the Lamar front, he's the most accurate quarterback on 10-plus yard throws this season. And of that disastrous week five matchup we just had, he had a QB grade of 94. 3.4 or 94.6 something like that, that. and it was the, the highest of the week yeah, yeah and it, it, that's the thing it accounts for the drops which is good because every person in national media has been like lamar jackson looked like trash what do you pay him you for? Didn't like, you game. didn't you did not watch the game because yeah. he actually looked really good and they, are there things that he needs to fix a la ball security and crunch time stuff yes, yes. but I think he's made significant improvement as a passer. I think it's evident in just watching him and some of the numbers he's putting up, completion percentages, the the passer ratings or, or grades. You know, QBR might not be the best stat, but... Yeah, it's got its place. The passing grade isn't necessarily QBR. I think it takes more into account all of that stuff. But, you know, it feels like the sky is falling, but... We're three and two. We're two and one in the division. It would have it would have been so awesome to take that Steelers game, but we'll learn to fight another day. And that other day will be Sunday at nine thirty a.m. So that's kind of it's nice we got out of the country to get all over that tough loss. But it's also we're now going into another wonky, shitty game. Like who knows what's going to happen here? Yes. we're playing apparently on concrete fields, and we're now <laughs> two time zones away or whatever. The it's, most injury prone team in the league. Yeah, so I don't know, but it's it's a long season, so hopefully we can right the ship. Yep, not going to win them all. No, but we're going to rewind back to. Another team that technically does play in Maryland, despite going by the title of Washington, the Commanders. They were at home Thursday night, and they got throttled by the Bears. Yeah, they got they cut it a little bit close towards the third quarter or early fourth, but that was that was just a clinic. Justin Fields had four touchdowns. Yeah, DJ Moore, the ghost of Dick Buckus. Spurred them on that yeah. very yeah they when they announced that at like five o'clock it's, it's a buck <laughs> i was it with you guys or was another group but i was just like people were making picks and i was like washington 23 17 and then the dick buckus news broke and i immediately texted back never mind chicago dick buckus died <laughs> chicago 23 17 chicago by anything <laughs> right, <laughs> they're yeah. going to and win. it was and good for them and that kind of Quiets things down in Chicago for a little bit. That place was a fucking a shit show up until that win. Yeah, Factory so, of sadness. Yeah. 
they and they looked pretty good doing it. <laughs> it was a factor of sadness, and all it took was a legend dying <laughs> for them to get over it. Uh, there, I heard a great quote about it. Uh, so I, I think the uh, ratio of NFL legends passing away and uh, convenient timing on Sundays is going to run out. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, yeah. Sounds fair. But good win for him. Bad for the commanders. It started with Franco Harris last year. There you go. <laughs> out to London, as we just talked about. Your former Jags pulling yeah. the upset. Yeah. And I watched all of this game. I love the 930. It's a little standalone. It's cool, yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence on third down. I think he was like eight of nine. He was, they had some like third and 11s and regularly finding Christian Kirk, finding Calvin Ridley. He was moving. It was, yeah. I bet on the bill, so it was destroying me. Nice. He got into the, um, the red zone a few times and fumbled. Otherwise, this game could have been like thirty-eight to twenty. They this was not a good game by the Bills. Right. Yeah, and that's why you can't ever get too down. I mean, the the NFL season is one of ups and downs, and rarely do you ever go on extended runs without a loss. Um, so, yeah, the Bills, they looked like shit week one and then it was like oh my god they're back three and then, weeks of buzzsaw then you go to london and you get worked by the jags but the jags that's like their ninth straight win in london that's a home game for them and they stayed there over over a week yeah yeah so i don't think if you're a bills fan it's nothing to really worry it's not a loss you're happy with and the jags aren't bad the same. no no and, th- and that's the thing with the jags it's like they're gonna kind of have the same kind of trajectory where it's like they may look bad for a couple games and they look really good and then they'll end up winning their division or being a wild card and then you never know what happens you know their defense is definitely playing a little bit better too that helps things along going out to indianapolis the colts win 23 to 16 they had i think they'd lost seven straight to the titans prior to this week Anthony Richardson got hurt early, and this time it seems like it's going to... Is it like a strain in the ACL joint? AC and the shoulder oh, AC joint. AC yeah, joint. Yeah, okay, so yeah, not good. Going to miss at least it's four his throwing weeks, shoulder? I believe so. Yeah, and that's what you always worry about with a mobile quarterback, and, and you know maybe this will make him a little more conservative of a runner because he does take, I mean, he was, he's an open field, like body yeah. and shit, which is great. And he's so, so you miss a couple weeks. He really is. And he's so really good exciting. and he's got a great arm and that's why you got to protect that shoulder. Oh. So yeah. Cool. And I think they're doing the right thing. Cause it's like, you Correct. don't, you don't put like, it's like, take, take more than enough time he's shown he can be the guy yes like, so please and, come back when you're really healthy and gardner Minshew's been good i mean like he's he, one of the better back i mean he's the he best, be the backup best backup of the last backup, five yeah. years or whenever he came on the scene he's he's kind of got that it's got he, swag he's the, he took up the mantle from fitzpatrick of like yes facts. i'm a journeyman backup and i can win you games i got you because he can and he did it once again. He's going to get a month or more to do so. Um, Love the story about Jonathan Taylor coming back, and then Zach Moss runs for 160 yards. Right. Not Taylor. He barely got any play at all. Oh, if you're a Patriots fan right now, you haven't felt like this 
in over two decades. Yeah. I mean, the, since the year 2000, 34 and 34 to nothing. Yeah. And then what was it the week before? 38 to three. three? Yeah. yeah. And like, just not good. The team isn't good. Mac was benched again. And has anyone ever been benched two games in a row and retained the I, starting? Ironically, like... I think him last year. <laughs> like, like, if I'm not and a... what is that about? Like, why? Why? I think him and Bill have a iffy relationship from the get-go. I no, think... but why doesn't Bill just say, you're benched twice, you're not fucking coming back. It's Billy's happy hour, bitch. Like, <sighs> is this like a Nick Saban thing? Or him and Mac, like, super close? I is think this, they like, both is just like, suck. Is it like your <laughs> friend where it's like, hey, go home early today, but like, yeah, you can still work here, but just your fucking thing's ill. <laughs> it's like, I, I think Zappy's just a little bit worse. Yeah. A little, I mean, maybe. He's a little more fun, but... They cost me a lot of money last year, one game, and I saw them both play. But what's happening now is Mac Jones it's will not melting. have a job. He it's may not m- even have a fucking backup no. job. He'll be on TV soon in like two in years. Like the SEC network. Like <laughs> not, not for the NFL. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he'll do like college game day shit yeah. or whatever. Or he'll go stand in for Jordan Spieth when Spieth can't make events. He's like, hey, I got the kid tonight. Like, Can you go do the Shriners banquet? Various gala events. So I got some stats for you here about the Patriots' demise. So we... The last, the worst loss of Belichick's career was last week. This was the second worst. Yeah, so not good. Bad right there. The Patriots <clears throat> have now lost as many times without Tom Brady mm-hmm. as they lost with him over the last twenty whatever years they had him. That's a real stat. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. So I don't have that number in front that of me. That is insane. So they have lost as many games now. And ironically, in the same week, Mac Jones tied Tom Brady for the most pick sixes thrown, or the same amount of pick sixes thrown in Gillette. It's like when Brett Favre threw the most touchdowns ever in the same game, threw the most picks ever in a career. It's like, oh, well, this is what you get. But no, those that's an incredible stat and wild. And, you know, I just don't see how Belichick gets brought back. I don't know why he'd want to. I don't either. Like, he if looks miserable. Him, I'm waiting for <clears throat> Staley to get fired. And I go to San Diego. And here's here's how all of this stuff. Hey, Belichick's legacy isn't going anywhere. We're just remembering this now. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, John Unitas is one of the best ever. And he, he retired as a Ram looking pretty like. A lot of people burn out at the or whatever end, it but... was. But if Bill says, I want to coach another five years. I'm just not going to do it here. He can go win another Super Bowl. If he goes to a good team, there can be a good enough team that is going to want a new coach. That uh, What if he goes to the Cowboys? The, the ch- yeah, that'd be interesting. The Chargers, I feel the like, The Chargers sense. would be great. And you get Justin Herbert, and it's like, if he goes and wins, he all he needs to do is win one Super Bowl. Get to seven, with and without Tom, without, without Tom, the Patriots, yeah. and just be like, yeah. Like, Scrub his name. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. But he he can't be a GM, and he can't not anymore. Be, he, like yeah, all oversight needs to be like you're the coach of the football team, but you don't get to like do much else because you've proven kind of an ineptitude over the past three years in that front. It's like I I don't know if you have the CEO mentality. Yeah, you found guys that worked with Tom, 
or maybe Tom worked or, with the or guys you, just you had, found. Or you knew it's, you had I Tom. That, yeah. it's like, I can do. I don't worry about anything else because Tom will have the wide receivers in the palm of his hand, and I just have to make a good defense, which it always was. We have to then don't forget. Belichick was the defensive coordinator of those Parcells Giants with L. Like he won a Super Bowl as a DC. Yeah, so, he's an elite system defensive coordinator. Imagine if you just give him another great quarterback and just say, "Oh, you got that." I'll just worry about everything else, and I'll just know you're good enough to win us games on your arm. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting storyline. Falcons smash like that. Yes, they did against the Texans, That's twenty-one right. to nineteen. This was Desmond Ritter's coming out game at over three hundred yards. He's coming out. They had like a minute to go after the Texans punched in a go-ahead touchdown. He drove them down the field. Got the game or set up Young Ho Koo for the game-winning field goal. They win 21-19. It was a, just a good redemption game for him. Redemption game. Because he was on the hot seat. He was on at least the chopping lines. So. Desi Ritty. Yeah, he was horrible previously. He hasn't lost a home game since junior high. Which is one of the <laughs> stupidest stats ever. Yeah, like that is wild. 31-0 between collegiate but that's and professional. pretty cool. We'll see if he can keep it going. The My Falcons, down south, the Dirty Birds. Not too shabby. The Lions, though. Docs, Lions. They are. They just look good. They're great. Their offense no, is great. fucking sick, isn't it? And they it? didn't have Amon Ra or <laughs> yeah. Jameer Gibbs. Their defense like, is sick, too. Yeah, they're a good team. <laughs> and, oh. and I'm pumped for them. I And, like, good. And even if they aren't Docs, Lions, and even if you don't have any tie to the Lions, this is the worst franchise in the history of the NFL. Maybe sports. Yeah, maybe maybe sports. sports. Maybe sports. As far as success goes. Yeah, you could definitely argue it. Um, so it's really cool to see them last year with Mad Dan Campbell. And we love his energy. And apparently the team does too. Because they, they played well enough last year. That was a, a, a good year for a first year coach. Yeah. And one that people were like, is he just like a rah-rah fucking DN guy? Like, wait, he played in Miami. And it's like, like a tight a end. Tight end. Yeah. yeah. It's like maybe he's just like a rah-rah, whatever. But. Turns out they got a little squad up there. And they killed free agency. Yeah. Like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Jared Goff is completely revitalized. I think they realized something about Jared Goff where it's just like, <laughs> he's not he's not that bad. Yeah. You give if him Jared Goff the, was on the Patriots, they'd probably be pretty good. He, they couldn't be worse. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe they wouldn't be pretty good. They, they would be better. And they have, they got a lot of shit for their draft. And... Those guys have produced. Brian Branch has been great at safety. Yeah. He got hurt. But Sam Laporta is a fantastic young tight end. Jameer Gibbs gets in there. Jack Campbell's a starting linebacker. Jameer brother Gibbs, yeah. It's it's all clicking right now in the Motor City. The Panthers, though. Yeah, that's just my ignition not turning over. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, but they are clicking. Yeah, the uh, the Panthers aren't, though. That's, that's the No, that's ignition. bad. And... Uh, weird Frank Reich <laughs> quote. Did you hear that? No, about, I did not. About like David Tepper. And he was basically just like circular talk. But what it resulted in is he just like, I got this fucking owner. He doesn't know what he's fucking doing, but he wants to like, he's, he's no basically shit. like codedly being like, I got a Jerry Jones in my hand. And it's like, 
Kemper I'm fine. gives those vibes. I'm fine with Bryce Young. I actually think he's a decent player, but I didn't. That wasn't the move. It, it, it seemingly like Frank Reich is like, I'm, I'm dealing with what I have in front of me. Yeah, the hand I was dealt. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I got to look that up because, I mean, Young wasn't my. And it was a funny. It was a funny soundbite because he said nothing and sounded weird doing it, and also sounded like the actor slash director Pete Berg. I don't know if they come from the same <laughs> part of the country, but their voice and way of speaking, like if you close your eyes, they're they're the same guy. Dialect checks <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, because I was just hearing it on the radio. I was like, "What is Pete Berg talking about fucking the Panthers. Panthers ball about? Like, isn't he from Long Island or some shit?" Can you imagine? That's really funny. <laughs> right. Moving to a, another shit bowl. The Dolphins only managed to win 31-16 to over the Giants, but yeah, Tua threw a 99-yard pick six. I mean, if you flip that touchdown for touchdown, yeah. it's starting to look a little more appropriate. Right. Um, yeah. The I'm coming with a bunch of stats today, Doc. The Giants I love it. have one offensive touchdown. Outside of their second half against Arizona. Still haven't scored one with the lead, one. right? I, <laughs> oh, still, I'd remember that not, yeah. last so, week. It's like so yes, week not. five. Now we're five weeks in. <laughs> they, I think it's like 23 or 24 points that they've had as an offense in five weeks. And what was the – was it weeks. on Daniel Jones again where tablets throw? It's just like the Giants well, just don't seem hurt. to have – it going on in really any way. And it might be Dable at this point. I I think he got sacked like seven times again. Like if he's if the offensive line's this bad, yeah, and that's you gotta thing. do like, something different. Sometimes a quarterback may not get the ball. But sa- like when you have over five sacks in a game, it's like this is bigger than when it's a an offensive th- mastermind. Yeah, allegedly. it's like Yeah, and I don't know what kind of injuries they have or anything, but yeah, how are you not – you you eventually have to start scheming your offensive plays to be like, no matter what, he will not get sacked. Yeah. Like, we have to let this ball advance or get it's thrown gotta away. It's second. Yeah. Like, yeah, like – It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, well, talk about a rebound. Oh, I want to I wanna give one shout-out. Shout him out, my guy Devin Chan, as he mm. as he specified. He's unfortunately going to be on the IR, has a knee injury, mm. but he had a seventy six yard touchdown run prior to getting hurt. Love that spirit of seventy six. He is second in the league in rushing yards behind Christian McCaffrey. He has fi- quietly, qui- oh, silently. <laughs> he's done it in like two less games. He's done it with fifty less carries. Wow. He That's... or no no he's fifty yards less. He's done it in sixty one less carries. He is so if he even had half, if even if he just had thirty less carries, he would be way out in front. He's he averaging twelve point like, seven yards a carry. That's pretty wild. He is. Say his name again. Devin Acham. Devin Acham. Allegedly, I was. I've been high on him since April, since 420 out in April. He is totally living up to the hype. Let it linger. But you said bounce back. Where are we bouncing? We're bouncing. We're bouncing to Arizona, but we're bouncing with the Bengals. Burrow finally playing well. Jamar, I'm always open, Chase. Always fucking open. Is always open. Uh 
game record for him, receptions, 15 receptions. Uh, Cincy record at that, which is kind of – they've had some good receivers. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, you had your Ocho Cinco, Hoosh, even Chris uh, – who Chris was our Henry. guy? Chris Henry. We Rest lost him off the back of a pickup truck. That was tragic. Shout Crazy. out to Chris Henry. He was a great talent. Even the great CC, Chris Collinsworth, who was a great wide receiver. As much as but, I hate yeah, him. Yeah, I mean – it's uh good for Jamar Chase, bad for or good for the Bengals, bad for the Ravens or anyone in the AFC North. I'm a little worried. Yeah, what if Burrow is getting rounding into health? What if they are going to put a little run together? I I am a little worried. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. He looked more mobile than he had. Um, lost in the sauce of all the stats is the fact that the Cardinals were in this game until James Conner got hurt. Right. They, this was a competitive game up till about halftime, and they Conner was ripping off like nine yards of carry. And shout-outs to the Cardinals. They've outperformed. They don't quit. They no, still they only don't. lost by like 14. Right. They aren't the worst team in the league, which pretty by much everyone was saying they were going to be. So good for them that they're not. Yeah, they're not you bottom know? five. I don't have any axe to grind with the, the Cardinals. You uh you want to talk about a bottom five team though? Those Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah, they're not good. They're not any good. I uh, and all right. Uh, uh, <laughs> unlike the Ravens, a game that ended in a strip sack fumble that was the quarterback's fault. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Five <laughs> Russell seconds in the Wilson. Pocket. Yeah, like, and then peels out slower than fucking dog shit going uh, up the hill in his, January. Yes, against his arm, so just throw it out and of he bounds. He got a little earful from Sean Payton on his way off the field. As yeah, he that's a, that's a disaster out there. Uh, like, yeah, what's gonna happen there? They owe him a first lot benched, of money. First benched, Russ or Zach? What if they it's say it's not gonna be Zach at this point? What if they go? We're the new owners. It's the first year that we're owning, and we own fucking Walmart. Fuck Russell Wilson. Send us Kirk Cousins. Get rid of Russell Wilson. We'll we'll eat it. We'll eat it all because this guy ain't it. Mm, it wouldn't make him because he's better. not ingratiated himself with the fan. I mean, no, he, no, he is sucks. so nationally known as kind of a cheesy clown. He's a where it's like he's never. No one's ever going to be like Russell Wilson's our quarter. Like they're not going wild for him out there. If you are, I don't and want to be hanging, hanging out with you. Nope. No. Not at all. And they lost to the Nathaniel Hackett Jets. Which was awesome. After publicly shaming and embarrassing him, Sean Payton then had to like, eat that loss. Has which done was worse. Beautiful. Love that. Like, Brees Hall. Yeah, was... he's done. He's, this is a, honestly a worse season than it was last year under Nathaniel Hackett. Without a doubt. And Brees Hall was awesome, ran all over the fucking Broncos. Because here's the thing. Russell Wilson actually looks better than he did last year. He and does. they're still fucking losing games. He like does. At, a, at a higher rate and like Their defense worse. is so bad. Their defense yeah. bringing in Vance, but that's a coaching move because they brought in Vance Joseph and he's awful. And that and was one of Sean's like, here's my cherry on top. This yeah. is gonna be here, we got it. And he's a defensive guy, isn't he? Uh, like No, or I no, no, Sean's not, but Joseph's yeah. like smoking highly right, right, and right. for for no reason at this point. Uh, loved the CJ Uzama pregame speech talking about Sean Payton. Fuck him. He made this personal and fuck that team. Right. Love that. Speaking of making it personal, I don't know if we're jumping around, but that Cowboys Niners game when yeah. Kittle threw up the fuck Dallas t-shirt. 
That was awesome. And Michael Parsons was like, you made it personal. It's like, Well, you wait, lost 42 to 10. Wait, <laughs> and, and this team knocked you out the last two years or whatever. It's like, it's... But do something about it. So it's only it. personal after the t-shirt thing. It should have been personal the week prior when leading into this game. Yes. And you guys got fucking work. But uh, are we, do we want to do that game now? <laughs> Might as well. We only okay. have two, four Because clubs. the Cowboys... And we talked about this in week one, and we've talked about how week one is a liar. And even if the Giants are bad enough to lose 40 to nothing, <laughs> the Cowboys clear. aren't good enough to beat someone 40 to nothing. That was a lie. They've beaten, who have they beaten? The Giants, the Jets, and the, the Patriots. Patriots. Wow, way to go, Cowboys. They lost to the Cardinals, who aren't, aren't the worst Badly. team in the league, but they aren't that good. They're not really that good. They're better than we thought they were. But they ain't that good. That's an appropriate quote for this, too. And then they lost to the fucking <laughs> Niners, who was their only roadblock on their way to the Super Bowl, and they got fucking shit. It could have been. Say, they didn't they lose. could have hung 50. It could have been worse than it. It could have been 60 to 10 or whatever it was. Like Dak had 154 yards, three interceptions. He ain't it. He And I, you know I'm <laughs> driving the train. <laughs> right. He is. It's so irritating, and I'm very restrained at this point. I'm a 31-year-old adult. I'm, <laughs> You're not going to go full Michael I, K. But like, the, when I go see people on Twitter, even even putting Dak in the same conversation <laughs> as Lamar, yeah. Yeah, it's like, get you don't watch football. Right. If you do, you don't know what you're watching. Shut the fuck up. This guy doesn't win right. clutch games. He he, right. he actually loses clutch well, games. We remember that we, we had a whole comparison last year about Dak and Kirk Cousins and yeah. how they were one and the same. Yeah, it was like the stats were eerie. Yep. They are one pretty the much same. the same quarterback. And Brock Purdy is an MVP candidate. Yes. And anyone saying otherwise is just also not being watching. foolish. Yeah, it's like he's that good. Sorry. It's, it's crazy. Uh, whether it's the system, whether it's whatever it right. is, and, he's balling. And that could be true. It could be the system because Jimmy G was good there and he hasn't been good since. But you can't punish someone's performance because they happen to be in a hospitable environment. It's like, yeah, that's the whole point. And, Doc, let me tell you, <laughs> some, people are, some people are saying, some people are rumbling. Is it the second coming of Brady Belichick? Shanahan right? and the late yeah. round Who quarterback. Knows? Yeah, I mean, people have said that. And obviously that's, A, it's fair to say. The sample size is getting bigger. The sample size is getting bigger. And, and Brock Purdy has a very similar story arc to Tom Brady. It's like it, Brock Purdy's is even more incredible because he was Mr. Irrelevant. Tom Brady was picked whatever he was in the sixth, sixth round. round. But he wasn't the absolute last, a.k.a. You're not even the last. You're a special person we <laughs> added to be extra last, and we gave you a fucking name. It's going to stick with you forever. Right. Yeah, so... A, it's way too early to say that, but of course people are going to say that. It's the the parallels are kind of there, and then you have there the, are some parallels. It's yeah. not invalid. Yeah, but we'll circle back. At, to at our, first, he has to win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and so, then we'll get a second. Right. Then we'll get a third. Then we'll talk. Right. But we'll circle back to two. And I guess if it was true, Brady, he would have won the Super Bowl last year after coming in. As I'm, what isn't that kind of the. Wasn't that the Brady? Maybe arc? needs. Maybe the Tuck rule activates it. <laughs> that's well, yeah, what he's, yeah, that's right, what he's been. Right, right. That's what he missed out on along the way. <laughs> well, we'll get. Maybe we get there this year. We will see. They they certainly look lined up. 
Uh, we jumped a little ahead. Our other two four o'clock games: Eagles, Rams. Rams played well, competitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup had six catches on his on the first drive, so what a welcome back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Eagles are just better. Shut them out in the second half. Mm-hmm. Nice game overall. What was happening with Jason Kelsey? On he was very with boisterous with Sirianni and and the other coach. So, some, there was some type of decision. I think was it was it field like, goal related. Yeah, I think like, it was something in the red zone. Apparently, yeah. there's been some. They apparently they haven't been efficient. Uh, yeah, in the red zone, just kind of. And you can see it's that play they were calling. Like, just, the 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 two coaches were basically like, "This is my favorite student." like raising it and he's like he never does this so we'll like we'll let you vent yeah and it's like thank you jason please we'll take a seat <laughs> we'll see you on the plane <laughs> yeah please, please take a seat yeah yeah that was um that was funny to see but they won by nine got it going away aj brown and dallas goddard went crazy mm-hmm. and then the chiefs over the vikings this was just kind of a boring game, almost as expected, up in Minnesota. So Chiefs-like, though, where just it's lazy just like, win. yeah, like, play with your food. It's, it is what it is. Like, we're going to win. And, like, they have a turn-it-on factor, whether that be Mahomes and, I mean, Andy Reid really is a great coach. Yeah. He's got the X's and O's of it all. I Like, I, I they are the franchise, current the current franchise everyone should be most modeling out or yeah, to some extent or even like comfortable it's like if you're a better or if you're trying to pick who's in a, like the chief like always pick the chiefs yeah they're like, gonna win at least yeah like yeah yeah that's true i uh and i mean andy reed could be on his way we've talked about the fall of the great bill belichick and reed could be on his way to establishing himself a little Oh, yeah, I'm going to so. peel off four or five with this guy. Because Andy Reid's a little younger than Belichick. Probably almost ten years. At least five years I was going to say, I think around like four or five, yeah. Yeah, that's certainly not out of bounds, and he's catching up quick. Game might have been a little different if Justin Jefferson didn't get hurt. but Well, and this was an interesting thing. I It was heard on the Dan Patrick show this morning, just talking about coaches and, like, legacy. but And it was couched around Bill Belichick's legacy. It's like... Oh, you win six Super Bowls with one quarterback who's acknowledged as the GOAT. Yes, he leaves, like, and you look like straight dog shit. Meanwhile, in about a decade or a decade and a half, Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. That's pretty impressive. Like, that's talk about a system. It's like, I don't give me Joe Theismann, give me Mark Ripien, give me Doug Williams. Fuck it. We'll win Super Bowls. Yeah. That's kind of, that's a cool. Little career there, you know? And, I mean, even – I mean, obviously, it's a step, step down, but Reed, you know, McNabb, they got there. I mean, they went they to, went to, they the went to three or four AFC, uh, NFC championship I games. I think four, and they won one. Right, lost that Super Bowl to, I, to New England. And that's when T.O. had the broken leg, played which on. Which was incredible. Yeah. Uh, drugs. Um, <laughs> right. I think they went to the AFC championship. It was like Hitler drug. It's like, nah, dude, you're going to be straight for like 72 hours. Yeah, like, yeah, like you're not going to sleep. You're not going to feel a thing. <laughs> right. uh, and I think they went to the AFC championship with Alex Smith. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the guy mm-hmm. just gets it done. Yeah. So. And I got to give a him. shout out to my boy, Marv Levy. Because even if you don't have a Super Bowl win, going to the Super Bowl four times in a row. Is at least it ain't worth nothing. one win for me. It ain't I'll nothing. give you that's a, that, I'll give you an honorary, Marv. Uh, not many would agree. 
Certainly not any Bills fans. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's I not you. real, but you know well, what I mean. It's real in your heart. That's okay. <laughs> well, Packers, Raiders. I will take the Ravens going to a Super Bowl. I've never seen Would a you loss. rather go and lose or just continue losing, not winning games in the playoffs? But going to the playoffs, just not winning. Uh, so we can do this. Our- in the next 10 years, you can go to one Super Bowl and lose. Or you can go to six playoffs and win one game two times. I'd probably rather do the latter. Go to the playoffs. Yeah. Just be competitive. I think our season would game. be more fun. I've never seen a losing Super Bowl. I'd really struggle with it. Yeah, that uh, would suck. Yeah, that. So yeah, it's I nice would. that we've not had to deal with that type of heartbreak. Yeah. Of I'd, getting to the, the pinnacle and not getting over it. And I've faced the stress with that fade to Michael Crabtree. So I've... How many more years can we not, or how many more years, like, do we get another decade, like the last decade? Like, just happen to pop into one. Yeah. Hopefully. It's on ball. I mean, we have a good team. It's well, back to the hardball. I mean, how much more are we willing to accept before being like, it's just stale? Let's move on. Because people say you can't find coaches, and like, that's just like almost being on the QB carousel, which I would argue is not true. It's, or, you know, the right people find the right coaches. You know, it takes We found it John Harbaugh was just a special yeah, teams coach of the Andy yeah. Reid coaching tree. Yeah, it takes effort. It takes knowing your system. But D'Amico Ryan seems all right, yeah, right? he's like, awesome. Sean Steichen seems to be okay. Or, yeah, right? he, he looks the great. The guy um, out in fucking... Uh, uh, Gannon out in Arizona. Yeah, I mean... Arthur Smith down in Atlanta. Like, I'm not so sure it's like... I'm not so sure that it's like, oh, yeah, he's been here 17 years, and it was a bunch of front front end loaded success. It's like, I don't know. It's like mm, It was front and middle. It was, I mean, obviously the, la- the latter have been trickier. I mean, two playoff wins in 10 years is it's not a trope. That's actually, for, for our franchise for our and standard. for our expectations, that's really bad. Yeah. Brian Billick would have been fired four years ago. Hey. We saw Andy Reid uh, get let go in, in Philly. It does happen. Sometimes you just need a, a shake-up. Right. Well, when I, but to that point, if Andy Reid was still in Philly, I don't think he'd have two or three Super Bowls. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, know, it's like, you just yeah. need, uh, it's better sometimes for both parties. And I don't think Philly parties. would have, you know. It's there like, you go. A mutual breakup. The Packers and the Jets seem to have had a mutual breakup with Aaron Rodgers. Both are losing with their current quarterback situations. Jordan Love, three picks against the Raiders of all teams. It's the first time the Raiders have had three interceptions in a game in like 21 years, mm. which is – or three interceptions and no touchdowns. Meanwhile, uh, Aaron Rodgers is talking about Travis Kelsey being Mr. Pfizer. That was funny. All while getting his check signed by Woody Johnson, as in Johnson & Johnson. It was so funny, Kelsey's <laughs> quote about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, so dude, good. what? <laughs> so that That's game... why Aaron Rodgers is just like <laughs> – He's in his own little do your thing, dog. <laughs> echo chamber. Do your thing. But that game sucked. Didn't watch much of it Monday. Didn't miss much. Raiders no. pull it out. Seventeen, thirteen. Devontae Adams was a little quiet against the Packers. Yeah, and I don't know what. Like he can't want to be there. No. That's that situation in the rate or uh, in Las Vegas because so. it was always sold as him and Derek Carr saved each other's lives. Water ass, <laughs> like 
that lasted a whole season. one season. Yeah, yeah one season. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't mind Adams is right. Wouldn't that be something? They can have Bateman. Yeah, they can have people. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but we'll move on to week six here. Broncos and Chiefs are Thursday night game. I don't know exactly how many it's been, but I don't think be a fun little divisional matchup. I don't think the Chiefs have lost in like thirteen straight games against the Broncos. It's a crazy number. This one, I hope this is an embarrassing one too. They're people to just go try to hang fifty on. on oh, the Broncos also every week. How much can we beat them by? That would be awesome. They're ten and a half point favorites. They love to not cover in ten and a half a lot, but they will win. You can you can bet comfortably on that. Our Ravens are going to Totten, playing on the green concrete against the Tennessee Titans. And I'm gonna be honest, up. The Titans were home or were road favorites last week against. Indy and they lost. They never win when they're favorites. No, they're, but they're they dogs always, against us. They always play above expectations. That's what I'm saying. And we tend to play below them. We haven't scored over thirty points in a year or more, right? Uh, I would have to look. I, I think, think so. it's. I think it's been a year. And like obviously, since this some point of that, last season. Or yeah, whatever. obviously, some of that would be a little handicapped without Lamar, but nonetheless. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, we, that's always preference with that, but just going on pure whatever it is. Um, now we should. The Titans do have a shitty secondary, so if Lamar has a little time to catch the ball, oh, that'd be a great start. <laughs> but we might need some blocking because the Titans got some guys up front, some dogs. And Ronnie Stanley didn't look good, and no. Patrick Ricard didn't look good. But no. and that's not even like that shouldn't be his role anyway. Really, I mean, I guess it is now, but yeah, he is. He's very, not he traditionally. He's not traditionally an offensive lineman, right? Like, or no, no, Ricard is not. Macari is. Oh Macari's yeah, Ricard like is maybe yeah. what I'm thinking of, but even who also is pretty much a waste of a roster spot. Right. I'm, so, I'm out on him. He's yeah. Like what? what? It's all like fond memories. It's nostalgic. The reason why he's still around, like oh, he motions a few plays a game. Like it's cool that like he will open some holes occasionally. Fine. Right, but (laughs) would be cool if you closed a lot more or or whatever. Either way, um, yeah, I don't even know what to think about this game coming off last week, and it's in London, and it's the Titans who we. I'm not we have our it. history with the Titans. Like, is fucking Mike Vrabel going to go out there and, like, piss on fucking center field? Wouldn't or doubt whatever? it. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't put it past him. The 50-yard line center field. See, it's cross-contamination. We're we're doing baseball and football here. Yeah. Doing our best anyway. I hate this game. And I, I wouldn't say center field's not even the 50-yard line of a baseball diamond. It's probably more like second base, like shallow center. That's probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> true for Really breaking yeah, it down. I'm no geometrist. Here. <laughs> really breaking it down here. Or a scaler, scaling. Um, we'll we'll run some crunch we'll the run numbers. Some maps on that. Yeah. I should be getting better. We'll run some that. models. Get back to you. Should be getting better at that soon. But I would. I don't hate betting on the Titans to cover. I think it's three and a half right now, and the Ravens are just gonna dick around. They're gonna fuck with my morning on Sunday. Yeah, and see, I'm just gonna go optimist. I'm going to get full optometrist. I see things positively. Um, I think we're going to win big. I hope I think it's right. just going to be like, hey, we're not going to like let this 
Tannehill we're not going to let last son. week fester. We're not going to blah, 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 blah. Boy, I hope you're right. Yeah. Me too. Coming across the sea, going down to the ATL, the Falcons are hosting the Washington Commanders. Their defense looks good. They, they're going to be able to run on the Commanders a little bit. Ritter doesn't lose at home. I like the Falcons. This What's week. the uh, over/under on this? Do we have like a point total? I can uh, I can pull that because I could see point. this one being high, like a sneaky high-scoring game. I could see this be like a just all-out like forty-two and a half, which is a. I'm going over on that. Mark me down. I'd, Mark I respect me down. That. Hey, if, if Ritter's going to toss the ball around like he did last week, and if the Commanders are going to let him throw it like they let Fields do, that's not impossible. Yeah, I like the Falcons for sure. Oh, pearls. Talking about those Bears, the Vikings Talk are going. Talk about it. They're going to Soldier Field in Chicago. No. Big divisional game. Again, the Vikings, they're getting a lot of these teams. This continues. A lot of these dome North Dome teams are getting their away games in northern climes out of the way early before any weather would possibly affect them. I really like the Bears in this game. I think yeah. game I think day one life after Justin Jefferson for a little bit. <laughs> I think that it's gonna be some growing pains for Kirk. I think the Vikings defense sucks. I think they played pretty well the last two weeks and they're gonna come back to earth. I think Fields is playing well. I like the Bears. I think they're home dogs too. So wow. bark bark. That's roar. tough. Yeah, I I like the like the Bears. Both games are one four too, so or both teams are one and four, so it's for the bottom of the division. A little bit of pride on the line. If literally Yeah, the Lions else. are kinda of just running away with that division, aren't they? It's the not Packers gonna, aren't are good. No. It's not gonna be close. <laughs> no. Not gonna be close. Seahawks and the Bengals, this game might be close. Yeah, I mean, this could be interesting. Is Burrow the, back? The, the surging Bengals after last week. Yeah, is Burrow back? Or is that just a game against the Cardinals? And what? maybe they uh, – who knows? Who knows? So I think this After is, what we've seen from Joe Burrow, I mean, yeah, that was a good week last week. But I, you can't say you're fully back on him yet, can you? No. You got to wait. You got to see that at least two weeks in a row. Yeah, I I agree. I probably won't touch this game at all. Uh, is it? And it's in Seattle. It, no, it's in Cincy. In Cincinnati, uh, the, the Seahawks are coming off a bye, but Gino hurt his knee the week previously. Maybe this is enough time for him to kind of he get finished, on the good foot. He finished the game, so it obviously wasn't too bad. But he had to miss a little bit of time. Had to go out prior to the half. If Drew locks against Joe Burrow, that game's gonna get disgusting yeah. quick. I think it'll be a fun one. Might not touch it. I like the Seahawks to probably cover and keep it close. I think Gino will probably be okay. Another division rival of ours. The Browns are hosting San Francisco 49ers. Deshaun Watson should be good to go, speaking of quarterbacks that are banged he up. he missed last week? Or against us two weeks ago. Yeah. They had a bye last week. Oh, right. So we got to see uh, Dorian Thompson. But Robinson. he's cleared to go. I believe he should be... Good but I thought go. there was rumblings that he wasn't gonna go. Or I they, this I thought I remember hearing like there was like <laughs> kind of mixed reports on if he was going to play. I'm I'm not sure at least. I know that uh 
Either way, I don't think it'll make out. much of a difference. No, me neither. They, <laughs> yeah. This should. And they're like, it's gonna be rainy, and it's October in Cleveland. It's like, matter. yeah, I honestly, it's like people. It plays into the Niners' hands. A lot of people <laughs> think that San Francisco, just because it's in California, is L.A. or San Diego. It's like, no, it's can get kind of chilly, and it's rainy and soupy up there a lot. So, I don't know, like what what that's supposed to mean, but I don't think it's going to factor in much. And I would say that the Niners are going to continue their role probably to the tune of two scores. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. This is a, a big test for the league's alleged top defense in Cleveland. Didn't look good against us. No. And, and we haven't looked that great all year. Uh, Panthers going to Miami. It's really just a question of how many points Miami's going to win by. Right. Uh, I don't see it being any less than 17. This game's not going to be fun unless you like watching Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle run fast down the field. I mean, it's going to be a ball if you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah. But I think the line's at 13 and a half right now. Hammer that now while it's not 14 and a half. Get ahead of that two touchdown line. Saints and Texans. I don't think this one's going to be that exciting. I think the Saints have a good defense. They showed it last week against an obviously shitty Mac Jones. Stroud's an upgrade, but he is a rookie. It's mm-hmm. going to see some shit this week from Dennis Allen. I'm sure it's new to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I like this game to be close, at least. Yeah. Carr didn't look that bad. Like, if, if Carr is competent, they should win this game. And I wonder if there's still a good Saints contingent over there in I wouldn't Houston. doubt it. Not that far. Yeah, and, I mean, that was the city that took in all the Katrina refugees. Yeah. It's, and it's such a quick, it's like, yeah, you could drive. I don't know what the drive is, but you could get on a flight and be in fucking Houston in one hour. It's right there. Like, yeah. It's a pond, so, pond Probably skip. a cheap, quick flight, and let's go. Let's see them. Two prime cities. I'm gonna go with the that. Saints in that one, Ted. I I think I agree with you, and I love the Texans. So hope, sure, kind of hoping CJ Stroud balls out, keep his good season going. Uh, Colts at Jags, pretty exciting game here for first in the AFC South. Is AR gonna play though? No, he's out for the next month. Okay, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. So we know we're getting. I'm gonna go with the Jags. I think they're gonna ride that uh, good London high. They're back in the states. Rocky London High. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Werewolves of London. But, uh, yeah, I think the Jags are going to take their little stand. Did they, was that two wins for them in London? And then they come home they and were, yep. face the Colts without their starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Let's go Jags. I, like, I think the Jags will At win. home. Yeah, I think the Jags will win, but I really like the over in this game. What is that? What's that at? I will uh, pull that up here as well. We are currently at forty-five and a half. Very modest. Wow. Very so modest. So we, we we like a little bit of a little oh. little game right there. See, yeah. that's like an interesting. That's a great line. Oh, oh I love that. That because I could go it. under on that. I'm gonna go. If you go over, I'll go under. Perfect. This will make it fun. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, I think they're gonna break fifty total. Love that one there. Uh, hmm. Patriots Raiders. It's in Las Vegas. There's, I mean. This is, talk about 
worst game of the week. Maybe of the season thus far. <laughs> I don't um, – I have a hard time seeing Josh McDaniels beating Bill Belichick, so that's the only thing stopping if me If ever, from it's now. Or is it, ever. Like Bill's one last sliver of pride is like, I will not let that little piece of shit that, fucking that get the like, best of me. That mean like, fuck this kid. <laughs> like, but Bill Belichick did that to Bill Parcells, his mentor. So maybe it's time. And what if it's not only is it Josh McDaniels, Jimmy G. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, That's true, Doc. Let's go Raiders. I want this for the story. I want this for the ever-growing snowball that is the Belichick final years. Yeah. Late-stage I... Belichick. Give me the... I will, uh, I'll get on board with you there. I will cheer for the Raiders. I think they will. I think it's going to be a close game. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Cardinals Rams. No James Connor. That hurts Arizona. A Could lot. be fun though. We talked about the Cardinals playing up to an over expectations, but also the Rams have been doing the same. A lot of people wrote them off for dead, but they're Self actually included. putting together a pretty interesting season as well. Cooper so cups back. This could be a really awesome matchup in the NFC West. I think the Rams, because the Seahawks haven't fucking wrapped anything up yet either. It's no. like, it's the Niners and these three, you guys fight for a fucking scraps. Like, yeah. And I, this uh, is one of those scrappy games. I, I think that I like the Rams in this one. I think I think Connor's yeah, a big piece of too. the Cardinals. I mean, I, I, I'm, but I'm kind excited. of high on the Rams as uh, like a dark horse under the radar kind of team. And what the cards are doing is nice. It's fun. It's cool. But I don't keeps think you on your game. Yeah, I don't think it's like anything to really worry about. Yeah, I agree. You can't bring your B game against them, but. If you right. show up, if you show up appropriate, you're gonna knock them out. Eagles Jets, and this is a game where the Eagles have to show up right because the Jets defense gets up for big games. Yeah, they play down if if they're gonna not get motivated. But and as good as the Eagles' record is, they're not world beaters right now. They're no. not the Niners. They're not. They haven't even shown us like. Flashes of Miami shit. It's they like, might not be better than Detroit. They're ho hummy winning games, which is fine. I mean, maybe that's what you they're want. Still winning under the radar. They're yeah, still, still winning. winning. No, this is no like real knock on them, but it is. It if if you stay within earshot of enough teams, one of them is going to fucking do it on you. Yeah, you know. And the Jets have enough of the defensive personnel to do it. They've got. Brees Hall, who's popping. Garrett Wilson can break plays at any given time. They've got talent. If Zach Wilson can just not suck and the defense plays up, this game will be close. And it's in uh, East Rutherford. Is mm. that you know, quote home game for the Jets? However you want to take that. I picked the Eagles to have the Rams cover against him last week, and I was wrong. So I think I'm going to pick the Jets to cover against them this week. I, I think the Eagles pull it out, though. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be tight. Lions-Bucks. Best game of the week. Very exciting. Oh, let's Very go. We love this matchup. Amon Ross should be back. Amon Ross St. Brown. Baker looks good. They're coming off a bye. It's in Tampa. Yeah. I actually... 
I think this is one of those trap games where you look at the offenses and you're like, let's take the over. It should be fun. I think this is going to be tight. Closely fought. Low scoring. I don't think Mike Evans is going to play. Yeah. I think I think this is going to be like 20 to 17, yeah, yeah, 23, yeah. 21-19 yeah. or some fucking weird score like that. And part of me thinks part of me thinks the Bucks will pull it out. And I don't know why. And I, I don't. I, I just. Maker Breakfield, Baker Mayfield could do that. Been bowling out, but let's see. I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, the Bucks have looked all right, and and Baker and and the and boys good have on a connection, defense, but and they're good on defense. The Lions are just pretty good. Like, give me Doc's Lions. I'm like, I'm not off of Doc's Lions. Never that. Come on. I might come back onto the Lions wagon by the by the end, but some someone's telling me Bucks right now. We'll if see. Doc picked the Bucks, then Doc be lying, and that ain't right. <laughs> see what you did there. I have a feeling we're going to agree on this next game. The Giants are going to Buffalo. Yeah. And I guess they're going to... It's a Sunday night. Dayball back in Orchard Park. I They could lose by 40 if the Bills tried. They could. Yeah, like, I mean, you'd like to think the Bills will play well. I mean, we've seen that they can kind of be uh, here, there, and everywhere. But, yeah... See, if, I don't know. This is a game that I could see being closer than we may imagine. If but Dan, I think the Bills still win. I don't know if I'd get into covering or anything like that because I don't know. This one's kind of squirrely. If, the Bills are on, like, the Giants, who knows what's going on there. But with the Bills, they seem to be one of those teams that's like, eh, you catch us in the right week, you win. I don't care what team you are. Yeah, I Something just tells me after the Bills lost, we saw yeah, it against what happened. They're back from London. Exactly. We saw it against what they lost to the Jets. They came out and stomped, I think it was the Raiders, right afterwards. Yeah. If Daniel Jones was healthy with the injuries they have on defense, I would say maybe with his running ability, he could be an X factor. Mm-hmm. With 38-year-old Tyrod Taylor, however old he is, starting, I, I got the Bills by 20 or yeah. more. Yeah, without a doubt. Then we're moving to Monday night, wrapping up the week with a really interesting one. The Cowboys going to face the Chargers in L.A. Chargers are coming off a bye. Cowboys are coming off a public national. If the Chargers are in this game, stick a fucking fork in the Cowboys. I don't want to hear more about them, although I'll hear about them every single week until the season ends and beyond. I think the Chargers are going to win. Good. I think the Chargers are going to win. I'm, you know what? I'm with you. Uh, I can't wait to root for that win. Yeah. I, I, that's an easy route, at least. I think they're going to be rested. They've got so much talent. I know they're a little banged up. The Cowboys have their issues. they got good defensive linemen to take care of the uh, Cowboys' holes on the offensive line. Let me get Justin Herbert. I think we're going to hear about Mike McCarthy's seat heating up yeah. here in the coming week. But, Doc, I want to talk to you about some deals that are heating up. And they're heating up on SeatGeek, bringing you our NFL Divisional Challenge. 
If you're trying to go to a concert this weekend, I hear the Eagles are touring out in the Midwest with wow. Steve Miller. Wow. It's a nice little uh, situation there. If you want to go see them. Fly like an eagle. Go see Steve Miller Band and the Eagles. And they better play that song together. That'd be sick. I would imagine Steve Miller's opening up for the Eagles. Correct. Yeah. So it's like his last song should be Fly Like an Eagle. They should come bang, right bang, out. Bang, bang, boom. Here's Don and the boys. How could they not? Dirty Don and the boys. But hey, if you want to see money. him, what are we entering Dirty into? laundry. We don't want that. But yeah, if you're going to see them, use promo code chopping lines. That goes for... Whether it's Eagles or Steve Miller or the Philadelphia Eagles or anything of that variety, get your tickets on SeatGeek.com. Promo code Chopping Lines for $20 off any and all purchases. Throw yourself a bone. Throw us one in the process. Joe's winning after week five. He's got 40 points. Doc, you're still in second with 31, and I've got 30. It's a lot closer than it sounds. We've been we've been hanging with each other yeah. so far. I won the week, though, last week, so I got the first pick. That's a welcome change. I'm going to take the AFC East this week. Nice. Joe had the second pick. He's going to take the NFC West with his. And oh, I was going to go AFC West. Very exciting. The boys are on the clock. The boys are on the clock. And our Shout ra- out to Lizzie. Our random stat of the week is passing touchdowns allowed. We had passing touchdowns four last week. We're keeping it in the same realm, but we're flipping flipping it over this week. Stay tuned. See how things go. College football side of things. We got to go down to Miami for Mario Cristobal. Did you see the play? No. Don't know anything about it. Beautiful. So I'm I'm excited to hear this reaction. So Miami all year, the Hurricanes. They mm-hmm. it's with, hurricane season. With big leads in these games, they're generally up more than one score. Sure. Instead of kneeling, they run the ball. Yeah. For whatever reason. I don't care what the reason it's wrong, but regardless. Hardball coaching tree. Yeah. <laughs> might as well be. So they're playing Georgia Tech. They're winning by like four. There's 30-some seconds left. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. They're playing the, the gin and tonics have no timeouts. They run the ball instead of kneeling. They could have literally knelt, which is a weird past tense. Yeah. They could have literally knelt one time, and, and the game would have been over. Their running back fumbled. Love knelt, though. Georgia Tech got a first down and got it to the 50. They completed a touchdown pass. The next play, as time expired, they won. Wow. Knocked off Miami's undefeated Blew season. Blew up in their fist. A fireable play. A fireable offense. Hire I don't Dion. Know if that, Bring Dion back. That'd be sick down in Miami. Bring him back oh, to Florida. Sick. The state. I don't, Florida State. Uh, I uh, Just a disgusting play. I don't know how. I don't know if it was pride. I don't know if it was stupidity. I don't know if it was. Some, some coaches just overthink things. Oh, I'm going to put my stamp on this game. We never kneel. Well, you're also well, never yeah, going to go to the fucking playoff. Think, like, yeah, yeah. That's where it's like. For a couple of years, people have been saying coaching hasn't been worse in the NFL. I know this is college, but coaching, 
I don't know why people are so hard on to like defend coaches. I guess because they think they're some type of genius that is studied in a school of whatever. But it's like I don't know. Is the coaching in any league as good as or any better than the quarterback play? I would say no. It's like I don't know. And rare. I don't think there's really until you really prove yourself. There's no reason anyone should be getting the benefit of the doubt. And just because you proved yourself over the course of a decade doesn't mean you're on scholarship the next yeah, decade. No tenure here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I think people get to start asking questions after two bad seasons. Like, yeah, I don't um, know. Why why keep you around? We're not running a fucking mom and pop shop here. <laughs> As, oh, they just like to see your face. They're really like, you know, if they came in here and it was someone different, they'd be a little freaked out. It's like <laughs> fans really that. love That's going bullshit. six and six yeah, and watching you on the sideline. <laughs> Yeah, like that's like the the coaching shit's ridiculous. It's just a miserable, and I know they're paying him a lot of money, so I know that's part of it. But awful, awful, awful. Our Terps to kind of. Oh yeah, that was a part of the whole a, Maryland meltdown. A low, a low key, a low key. <laughs> yeah, that part was of like it. the least of it. That was the undercurrent. They were up like ten nothing, <laughs> yeah. and then they just got. Demolished from that. I think I got well, like, like thirty seven between the Ravens and the Orioles. It's like this, the the waves are really rough. Be careful out there. And then like the undertow was <laughs> the Terps losing. It's like oh no, I'm fucking sucked under now. It's yep, like just, it's all like I I gave a good fight and I tried to swim perpendicular. We and never I tried to get out of the rip, but the Terps ripped me. Okay, Van Winkle. Texas got ripped out of the top five as well. Matthew McConaughey on the scene, and they fell to the Sooners. Yeah, he's he's bad luck. I I love him, but yes, he is bad luck. Yeah, and I love him too, and I I love what he's doing. But I hate that he's stay away. Well, but he Just, inserts himself in everything, and he's got a lot of good ideas. And, and like, he loves, but Texas. he doesn't have any good ideas. He's just like, dude, you're a movie star. Like, go smoke pot and like, don't brush your teeth. Wear an Auburn thinking. jacket and hang out in the lounge. Yeah, like no one. And, and I don't need your takes on Israel and Hamas either, or whatever. He's a very big like. Here's Matthew McConaughey's playbook on That's a thing what like I this. Say. Here's my playbook on a thing like this. And it's like we don't, we don't need it. We really don't like. Go make good movies or and HBO just keep series being again. The man. Yeah, like yeah. it's like just don't need, you. don't need you in here. You're only going to like make things worse. Exactly. <laughs> just just be yourself, darling. You're the man. Uh, so Texas, they fell from three to nine. Oklahoma top or jumped into the top five in their place. Uh, Georgia, Michigan at number one. Ohio or number one and two rather. Ohio State at number three. Florida State at number four. And Doc, we had the NHL season. The Chell, the Chell is back. Sad that producer Joe's not in house for it, but Connor he's Bet- somewhere with Connor Bedard and Sidney Crosby. That was just, a just talking things over. Sweet little assist to start out the career. Sweet assist of mine. Got a four-two win over the Penguins, our hated rival. So I'm. And over that. Bedard's own boyhood idol, Sidney Crosby. They had a little sit down and. In sweaters, pads, and skates, on some folding chairs, and they all they gave each other gave each other their verbals. A I'm sure bouquets. that was I'm sure that was pretty cool. Yeah, as it much was. As I it, hate it, Crosby. it was pretty. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. As and, much oh. as I hate Crosby, but you know, it kind of snuck up on me. I was getting ready to watch the Orioles game, and it's like, oh fuck, yeah, we're it's back. like NHL opening night. Didn't realize that. Cool. 
Yes, sir. And with that, with that in mind, the Vegas Golden Knights, they had their trophy presentation in a showdown against the expansion teams. They took down the Kraken, Doc. 4-1. Defended the cup. Love, love them both, honestly. Like, I'm here yeah. for the Knights and the Kraken. Good for them. And yeah, they're they're both competitive too. Fun teams. And both did the Kraken win a No, but they were in the Stanley Cup. They, they were, were in, in the, the conference finals. Okay, so either way, the expansion teams have been showing out. They Early. at least you you know, you get a foot in the door when you get into the league. Well, the wild and the blue jackets got a got a shitty draw and then everyone since then I feel like it's just incredible. so like rarely do you get a team that is not plural. Or, I mean, I guess it, like the Minnesota Wild, like yeah, that's just like it's always like it's like a strange name. I mean, it works out. I actually, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it, but it's just, you yeah. know what I mean. No one's like the Stars or the Rangers, the or Orlando the Caps, Ma- the, um, the Magic, the Magic. Yeah, get, that's there's a, right. There's a few. The there's not the many. Jazz. The Jazz. <laughs> Love a little bit of jazz out in Utah. Big scene out there in Salt right, Lake. Right. So they say. Uh, the <laughs> lightning, lightning's piece. the San Diego Charger. It's like if they were bought by Apple, like the San Diego Charger, right? And well, it would just be like uh, a brick with a wire coming out the end of it. Well, the Tampa Bay Lightning, great little the segue. Ning, the Ning. They beat the Predators five Chandler to three Ning. in our third game of the NHL season that started last night. They're going to be rolling into day two today. Pretty excited. For that nice little thing to kind of catch in between the weeks, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm now that I'm kind of done with baseball for at least a few days, need to kind of cleanse my soul from yeah from what the Rangers did to me. But our soapbox is here, and I love that we finished with the NHL because it's a great segue. My my main one is. Barry Melrose diagnosed with Parkinson's. Yeah, I saw that, uh, and it was sad. Uh, a, that's sad news. For but any, B, yeah. it was kind of, and I love Barry Melrose. Always, he's a have. fantastic he, analyst. He was the NHL guy from when I was a kid, like with his the mullet, his gelled up mullet, yeah. and you know, he's former iconic. player, former manager. Like he, he is a hockey lifer. He coached Gretzky. He was not a good manager. See, he was not a good manager. Sure. But, but, you know, so what? But great yeah, analyst. Fantastic. Seemingly winning. Great guy. Like, good guy. Um, I just like him as a nostalgic thing. He's only I'm 66. I'm a Barry Miller's kind of guy. Only yeah, 66. Young. So. Um, hopefully that, uh, hopefully he can live the rest of his life with some degree of health and comfort and you know all of that stuff but yeah that was sad i saw that his name pop up it was like on the bottom running line on espn and it was like i was like oh. like whenever i see a name and like and it like said retired general so news retired. Category, i was like yeah. just he die it's like damn fuck but either way doesn't make that news any less bitter but Shout-outs to Barry. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. We'll always have Steve Levy now. I mean, I don't think Don Cherry's around anymore. Doc Emmerich retired. For, like, it's a it's a new era in the NHL. Unfortunately. We, uh, I'm going to miss him. He's definitely hand-in-hand hand with my NHL watching experience. Totally. And I uh, want to give a shout-out to my buddy Eric Pasternak, too. We've had some 
bugs in the house. He recommended a poison. Nice. Working good so far. So Belvive Devoe. If you're around the Baltimore area, give him a you got any bugs or anything, give him if a call. If you got earwigs, if you got gnats. Roaches and rats. He'll give you call something to, to lock about. Pastor Nack. The man himself. Nice. You got anything for us though? As far as soapboxes or whatever is concerned? Uh, yeah, clean us up no, here. not really, but I heard it's... I'm not a big cheese eater, but I'll eat some cheese from here and there. And, you know, the other day, there was a sack of uh, Bay Bell cheeses. Little little uh, cheese rounds, little cheese wheels, and so a little a wax, fan. little little red wax thing. And see, what I get from the grocery store is a... It's like a smoked Gouda. Also, it's just uh, it's a larger wheel. It's like the size of a hockey puck in a red wax wrapping. And I saw some the other day. It's like don't touch your cheese. Like don't touch your cheese with your hands. Meaning like the actual block of cheese. Yeah, yeah. Because it'll introduce new bacteria, and cheese itself is like a fungus or a bacteria. Sure. So it kind of it it change. I don't know if it changes the flavor or it can even spoil it much quicker. But that's what's great about that waxed wrap wheel. Is like I take the wheel out. I cut off my slice through the wax, Never peel it off. It. You don't have to touch it. And then after the the wax has been compromised on one end, like a loaf of bread, you just throw it in a Ziploc bag or something, keep it going. Bada boom, bada bam. Yeah. And see, always here for tips. Like, hey, what's the best way to do this or that? Or you really should know, actually. But I love when I find those things out. So just figured I'd share that. If you can help it, don't touch your cheese. Any uh, charcuterie heads out there, give us a give right. us a little bit of insight on that. Right. I I love like mac and cheese, cheese steaks, like oh man, yeah, cold cheese. Though. Had a great. Oh, I had a cheese steak awesome. on Monday, first one in a long time, and it was fucking great. When they when they hit, they hit. And they're also really good because I got one and I ate half. And then, like, went out for a little bit and came back, and it was in the fridge, and it was like, I can eat those fuckers cold. Like, like they're good, man. They're good no matter how you cut it. Like, they hold the flavor so, well. Yeah, yeah, they do. And some fucking grilled steak with some cheese and some bread. It's like, should you have it warm? Yeah. But if you have it cold, will it be bad? No. It's like, it's like the pizza of... of Hot oh, sandwiches. You lost me there it's too. It's the pizza I can't of hot sandwiches. Damn cold pizza. Oh yeah. well, you're 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 one of the few. I've you're not, missing out, Ted. Hey, not the first time that I've been criticized for my uh, food choices. <laughs> so I'll take that one on the chin. But <laughs> nice show there. Real big episode. Looking forward to doing it again next week. On the blog side of things, look out for the week six preview on Saturday. Some fantasy starts, sits, and sleepers on Sunday. And we'll talk about the week on Tuesday. Looking to get a uh, kind of a final release on the Orioles season out there as well before the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So kind of a letting the emotions settle and finding time to get that done right. We'll see. Yeah. If, we'll see if it happens. If not. Ignore that last two sentences there. But Doc, if you don't have anything else for us, episode 65, signing off, chopping lines. Chop a line now. Chop a line now.